Zach Wilson is gone. He is gone. He's never going to play another down for us ever again. It's Timmy time, and I'm here for all of it. I'm Of all the things that could have came come out of that game against Buffalo, the best part is just getting rid of Zach. He's gone. It's <clears throat> over. The nightmare is finished. And he is... He's the worst second round pick ever in the second NFL. Second overall. Second, I'm sorry, second second overall pick ever in the history of the NFL. We're we're talking Jamarcus Russell numbers. He went we went 0 for 11 on third downs against the Bills. He did not complete a single pass to a wide receiver. It was all to Brees Hall and and tight ends. I, I he should have Robert Sala should have made this change three weeks ago. I'm not sure what took him so long. And I can that, tell you. In that press conference, when he said that he shared his pre his you know his thoughts on the drafting process, I he he never wanted Zach. And I think that's pretty clear right now. And you know, you can fault Sala for um you know, being, you know, keeping a lot of things close to the chest. He's definitely the type of coach that's not going to throw any of his players under the bus. Even now with Zach, you know, he's, he's not throwing them under the bus. Right. Um, but it's, it's telling, you know, you know, he looks like a man defeated up, up on that podium. And I, I, I feel for him. I really do. Because if he loses <clears throat> his job, which I don't think he will, because I think they're going to run it all back again with Aaron Rodgers next year. But if, by some chance, him and Joe Douglas lose their job, it's going to be because of Zach Wilson, solely because of Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think now that we the clouds have kind of dissipated, I think Joe Douglas fell to what a lot of GMs do. Coming into that year, the COVID year with Zach Wilson, it was Trevor Lawrence. Everybody knew that. We've seen Trevor Lawrence in big games. We've seen him win big games. He was a big-time college quarterback. And then there's this kid, Zach Wilson, who kind of came out of nowhere. Let's not forget, Zach Wilson was coming back from injury at BYU. He had to fight to be the starter there. It wasn't like he was some great talent like Trevor Lawrence or you know any of these guys that we've seen in the recent past where he's guaranteed to have that job. He had to fight for it. He won it. But then again, he didn't play in front of fans. And at BYU, if you watch their offense, he's throwing to guys wide open. And I see Jet fans tweeting out these videos. Where did this college quarterback go? And they're showing the Zach Wilson highlights. Give me a break. Zach Wilson's confidence is at an all-time low. It's clear as day Sala didn't want him. Because if you read in between the lines at Sala's press conference, he's almost like saying like, These decisions are above his pay grade. I gave my insight on the pre-draft. And for all the Jet fans out there, which I feel like I'm fighting this battle with people with green goggles on, just because Zach Wilson was the second quarterback and you list the other quarterbacks, the Justin Fields, the kid out of Texas, all these other quarterbacks that went after him that aren't good either, doesn't mean that the Jets had to have taken a quarterback that year. You had the other option. Joe Douglas had the options. The options were you keep Sam Darnold 
You don't trade him for that too. I'm not saying Sam's any good. Nobody's saying that. Well, hold on, hold on. But look at Sam's numbers in 2019. He threw 19 touchdown mm-hmm. passes. Zach mm-hmm. has thrown 21 in three years. What are we like? Yes, right, you had. But to, if you're- yes, you had to pay Sam. I understand that. But would you rather pay for a decent quarterback than have? You might as well over the last three years just ran a wildcat offense. You probably would have gotten better than dead last in overall offense over the last three years. To, I'm completely honest. Like, just hike the, the last two seasons, you might as well have just snapped the ball straight to Brees Hall. Yeah. And, well, if we're, if, and if we're being honest, Joe Douglas decided we're going to start this kid out the bat. With no weapons on offense. I'm talking about his rookie year. We yeah. always hear about these quarterbacks coming out of college, how fragile they are and how hard it is to be successful. Especially Pat- coming out of a college like BYU. Yeah, you saw Pat Mahomes. He sat the first more than half of his rookie year. Jordan Love did it. Aaron Rodgers did it. I'm not saying everybody has to do it. And and for those and for those Jet fans, go look at Justin Fields' numbers. Because that was one of the quarterbacks that was also on the board that year that the Jets decided not to take. He may not be lighting it up, lighting it up but Justin Fields on this team were a playoff team, no doubt in my mind. Yep. I'm just so tired of the Douglas excuse makers. This is on Joe Douglas. He single-handedly had the made the worst pick in franchise history. And everybody keeps relying on that 2021 draft class with Jermaine Johnson, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, and Sauce Gardner. Find me outside. You have Elijah Vera Tucker and those guys he's drafted. He's drafted 25 other players. Where are they? I keep hearing, oh, well, Bryce Huff. Bryce Huff is undrafted free agent. Gibson, undrafted free agent. Brownlee, undrafted free agent. Let's not act as if Joe Douglas saw these guys and drafted them. I feel like Joe Douglas, with a one draft class, is allowed to have four failures of draft class. You have the 15th overall pick and Will McDonald getting less than 10 snaps a game. But that, that, that is that's a catastrophe. A, but that but Jermaine Johnson was in the same boat as him his rookie year. He was not getting a lot of snaps. So I am willing to take a pass right now in, on Will McDonald. I have a feeling that they're not going to pay Bryce Huff, and they're going to put Will McDonald in his place. That's what I think is going to end yeah. up happening. And as far as Tittman is concerned, Tittman is actually looking like he could be the starter, the center for the next 10 years. So I'm fine with Tittman at this point. He's actually playing pretty well since Connor McGovern went down. But, but he's also only playing because of injury. We all knew you are you have Elijah Vera Tucker, who you had playing right tackle at the end of the last year, get hurt. Becton is always getting hurt at left tackle. You have Max Mitchell. Let's be honest. The guy sucks right now. Yeah. Not saying he can't be good in the future, but one thing we have seen from last year to this year, uh, Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson, Max Mitchell. I'll even put Ruckert in there because Ruckert's played like crap. They've all regressed. Who is going to take the blame for that? It's Joe Douglas. And I don't want to hear, oh, Robert Sala is a defensive guy. You know who's also a defensive guy? The Ryan's in tech with the Texans. How are the Texans doing right now on offense? I'm pretty sure they have a rookie quarterback that's in the MVP discussion. Bill Belichick. 
defensive guy. They're all over the place. At the end of the day, Robert Sala wants to be the CEO of this team. You are responsible for the whole team. And by the way, how about special teams? Since week one, outside of Morstead winning the, uh, the special teams player of the week a few weeks ago, he has been crap. Gibson has been crap. Gibson puts the ball on the floor so many times, and they run him back out there. I you don't want to the, hear. There's nobody the, else. The it, team is just the team as a whole is starting. To, the team as a whole is starting to break. The stench of the offense has permeated the entire right. building at this point. It really has, and the defense just cracked. They couldn't take the pressure anymore last week. They can't. It, it, that was the can't whole, blame them. No, you cannot expect this defense to be perfect every single game. And if you had, and yes, there are problems on the offense, but seventy five percent of those issues are Zach Wilson. I'd say 90% because you know what? If you go around the league right now, look at all the backup quarterbacks that are around the league. We have the absolute worst one of all of them. Go look at the all 22. Go look at the all 22 tape. He's, he cannot, it's his third year. He cannot read a defense. I've never played, I've never played football, high school football, at least in my life. Okay, or I play Madden, and I can easily see who's going to be fucking. <laughs> it's insane, it's ridiculous, and I understand he's got guys in his face, but there are it, these. Do you think it's a coincidence that he finally gets pulled the first time Hackett's up in the booth? I don't know. I all do you I think keep Hackett's about- up there finally seeing everything from that perspective and being like, holy? Schnikes. I think Hackett <laughs> blows too. There's a reason why he lasted six. Think about this. Six weeks in Denver. They realized we made him the head coach and they canned him right away. Because he sucks without Aaron Rodgers. Plain and simple. Aaron Rodgers runs that offense. He's the offensive coordinator out there. That's why yeah. they're best friends. He had that come to truth moment. Hackett was his original offensive coordinator. Him and Rodgers clashed, and Hackett realized the only way I'm going to keep my job in this on this team, in this league, is if I suck up to Aaron Rodgers, and that's what he does. That's why Aaron Rod- That's why nothing's going to change. The that's whole, the most it, infuriating it, yeah. part of all this, Pat. Yeah. Nothing is going to freaking change because Aaron Rodgers is the sole GM. He can screw the crap out of this team if he says, I'm going to retire. So the Jets are stuck right now. They can't get rid of Hackett. And there's no, you could say you're going to fire Salah. What good head coach that's going to be out there would be willing to come to a team that is going to be forced to take on an offensive coordinator? And why would you change a defensive coordinator? Obrick's got this team as a top five defense the last two years. I don't think the there's only- any sense. It, it, not, they're not going anywhere. And from my perspective, I don't think it makes sense to get rid of anybody because the whole point is to run the Aaron Rodgers show and run that project this year. And it just a 40 didn't. 40-year-old coming off a torn ACL is not a recipe for success, especially behind. Jeff fans out there think we're going to fix this offensive line in one offseason. I got news for you. Like it, you can only designate two people, two people as cuts. Zach Wilson's going to be one of them. You're going you're gonna to take that dead cap hit over the next two years. Who else is it going to be? C.J. Uzama is the fourth highest paid tight end following this year. 
which means he's going to be that other cut. Lincoln Tomlinson's not going anywhere. You got AVT coming off major surgery again. Becton's an unrestricted free agent. Max Mitchell's a turnstile. Billy Turner couldn't get a job in the CFL if he wanted to. We are so shit out of luck when it comes to this offensive line next offseason. And I don't want to hear we're going to draft somebody. You know who, who does that every year? The Giants draft an offensive lineman, it feels, every year. Eric Flowers, Evan Neal. It's uh, uh, time and time again. The only one they've hit on was Andrew Tom. But Neil sucks. Flower sucks. There's more misses on the offensive line in the first round than any other position in football because that doesn't translate the way people think it does from college to the NFL level. So to think you're going to stand here and think that the Jets are going to draft the left tackle and magically they're going to be great. I have a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. That's not how it works in the NFL. And Rodgers runs this offseason because he could turn around and say, I'm retiring and you guys could take that $43 million dead cap in and put it where you know where do you really think are, he's gonna do that shit out of luck. i mean do you no, really think I he's don't. gonna do that i don't but here's the issue pat you could stick anybody you want behind that offensive line did you if you watched the bills game and took your green goggles off max mitchell might be the worst starting right tackle in the nfl right now they were putting th- it was so bad every single play it felt in the second half they had to put a tight end over on his side to protect him Makai Becton could be walking out the door. You're telling me that another another team like Chicago, Carolina, those types of teams aren't going to be willing to say, you know what, Makai Becton's six six foot, a million inches tall, 360 pounds, and is a road grader. We're not going to pay him. We could pay him. But I, I mean, just, what do you? I, I from from the standpoint of you know, there is no threat of throwing the ball from on our offense. There just isn't. So all the defense has to do is double team Garrett Wilson. Lazard's going to drop twenty percent of his catches of his uh, 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 throws coming his way, and all you got to do is stack the box. All you have to do is stack the box, have one free runner every play, and that's how you beat our offense. If if there was any semblance of timing from the quarterback to get the ball out and get it into Garrett's hands, get it into Rucker's hands, get the ball at least in Lazard's vicinity, right? Lazard's been a god-awful signing. I'm just saying that it it would look completely different because that defense would have to respect the pass. I think going going into this game, I think there may be a bit of a surprise on offense because there's no tape on, on Boyle right now. Uh, as a jet i don't know at least for the first half i think you can actually score some points considering that i think they're going to back off the line a little bit because they don't know what they don't at least least know what to expect if you stack the box (coughs) excuse me if you stack the box every single play and you're blocking up five plus a running back and they're bringing six you're going to lose every you're going to lose every every down unless you're calling a hot route out to somebody and getting the ball out quick there's no, there's no passing threat at all. And there's None. still be zero passing threat. Let's go over Tim Boyle, the mighty, almighty Tim Boyle college stats. Freshman year, five games, zero TDs, eight interceptions. Sophomore year, one TD, three interceptions over nine games. And his final year at Connecticut in 2015, zero TDs, two interceptions. So for his career at Connecticut, three years, one TD, 13 interceptions. And this guy somehow is in the NFL. I don't know. Doesn't, doesn't show offense, and his completion percentage is even, is even better. 48.4% completion percentage in college at Connecticut. 
Well, could the offense get any worse with Zach? I mean, you're already at, you're already you're already the worst <laughs> offense in the history. Well, of the we NFL. kicked some field. I know, just... right? You, what, what's our third down percentage? Twenty two point nine percent. It's on, it's on pace to be the worst. In it the is NFL the worst. History, so right? you can't get any worse than what we are right now. Uh, you you can't. How much does and he's, he put and, on and, and, and 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 Zach's not even the backup. He's not even dressing. Right? I think they are going to dress three quarterbacks. I heard a rumor. I don't know if it's true or not. I didn't verify it, but I hear that they might be dressing three quarterbacks. The point is, he's the third quarterback. Right. Think out. Think about this. Just a few years ago, you thought, Joe Douglas you was thought, enamored with that throw across the field <coughs> and, and with, when, with no defense. That off the back foot throw. Think about. It. I think that's the last time Zach Wilson threw the ball down the field. Was <laughs> in that. Was in that tryout. I mean, what a what a absolute disaster. And the worst part about it is Joe. Do- Everybody could say, "Well, we had Zach Wilson coming into this year." Zach, uh, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson wasn't supposed to play at all. The facts are, we sat him last year. He got benched, and we didn't do anything to bring in a reliable backup quarterback. Nobody is saying you had to have an NFL starting quarterback as a backup, but the facts are. He is the worst backup in the NFL, and he was last year. Yeah. So it's, he's not doing anything that we didn't. Expect. He was going to be on the roster regardless, just because of money situation, right? But you right. had you had to get you had to get somebody. Keep who Mike was White, Joe Flacco, anybody, anybody. Right? Who could you could have kept Mike games. White. You could have kept Mike White. You could yes, you could have absolutely kept Mike White on this team, and you chose not to, and. Ugh. That's just another knock on 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 Joe Douglas. But like like you said, nobody's going anywhere because they're going to run it back with Aaron Rodgers next year, which I think is the right thing to do. You have to at least give it a shot. He's still Aaron Rodgers, right? So, right. yeah, the offense can't be fixed in one offseason. But if you have a competent quarterback there that's getting the ball out and can actually make make plays himself, you know, everything changes. I mean, you, is the offensive line? Does the offensive line have to block two point five seconds, or does the offense have to block four and a half seconds? That's when injuries happens. Right. That's when sacks happen. That's how Makai got hurt again. Now, luckily, Jeez. it's not too serious. It's a, it's a high, it's an ankle sprain. You know that those happen with offensive linemen. At least it's nothing serious structurally with like his knee or something. And he's fighting right now to get back. And he and he if he get if he gets back and he hurts himself, he's going to screw himself out of a contract again. Uh, out of another right. contract, either with us or with somebody else. So the fact that he's apparently fighting his hell right now to try and get back um, at least shows Does his Does he character. go down as injury prone now? Hmm? Does Becton goes down as an injury prone player now? It's hard It's hard to say, right? Because this all started when Van Roten rolled into him. Van Rotten rolled into him. Right, so right. we can't really put him on that. And then apparently the surgery didn't go correctly, and he blew the knee out again because mm-hmm. it wasn't repaired correctly. So i i can't I can't say he's injury prone at least at this point. And ankle sprains, I think half the league plays with an ankle sprain. To be completely honest with you, at least at this, this point. I believe Ryan Clark said that on, on ESPN. I was I was watching them Sunday morning. He goes at this point. Every single player in the NFL who plays at all is dealing with some type of nagging injuries. Right, just, you got to play through it. Right, it just depends. It's it, pain tolerance at that point, you know. Yep. But I, I'm just I'm just happy for him that it's at least it's not something structural. We saw him carted off, you know. But at least it wasn't something. 
something serious. And if he can get back, like I would, I I think they. I don't. I'm sure you may probably agree with this, just for the fact of having bodies on the team. But I think they need to sign him. They need to bring him back, just because he is a starting left tackle, you know, and he's played and he's played decent. Right, There's going to be other suitors, and he's going to say, you guys didn't believe in me to pick up my fifth-year option. No. And you know what's going to happen, Pat? This is my prediction. What? We go into the last game of the year, the same record as, as New England. We win a meaningless game, and they take the tackle that we were planning on taking in the draft. Or they trade out again. No, they're taking... <laughs> no, they have to take a QB. They have to take a quarterback. I guess, it depends where, I guess it depends where we're at. You know, it depends where they're at. I too. saw some mock drafts. I think they're at number four right now. They're they're number four in the in the draft order. They have to take a quarterback. There's they, right. You you are gonna you're gonna you know you're gonna give Mac Jones his fifth year. I think they already said no to his fifth year. Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure. It's they I they're not taking a tackle. They can't for the future of their for their franchise. And Bill Belichick, his numbers without Tom Brady are abysmal. It just. I think he'll be coaching the Chargers next year. Hmm. I, um, That's my wild prediction. <clears throat> so yeah, if anything good came out of this game, it's the fact that we will never have to see Zach Wilson play on our team ever again. It's, uh, Super it's Bowl not going to happen. Pretenders to. Well, that's what happens. More meaningless when you're four, December games. That's what happens when you're four-time NFL. Uh, Four-time NFL MVP quarterback goes that goes down in four plays of the season. That that's mm-hmm. just what's going to happen. We thought the fat lady was singing after this game. She really sang week one. We just didn't hear her yet. <clears throat> that's right. That's that's right. really what happens. And I'm not sure what we expected. Our what? So our ceiling, our ceiling with Aaron Rodgers was AFC Championship game and floor was playoffs. Right. The second that he went down, our ceiling was playoffs and our floor was. Four wins. Who knows? Top top ten pick. So I'm not sure what anybody expected out of Zach Wilson, especially after last year. Right. You know, these Zach Wilson truthers will cherry pick these little plays here and there, you know. But what's my line, Ray? He doesn't throw touchdowns. Yep. End of story. It's not gonna change. End of story. With that again he on does not read defenses, and because of that, he's got Run, he's he's got free runners in his face because they can't block it up. They can't put enough people to block for him because there's no threat that he can throw the ball. Video coming out soon. Uh, I'm going to go into what I think uh, Boyle could possibly do with this offense. Like I said before, I don't think he can get any worse. Ray, any last thoughts? Yeah, hopefully we don't get trounced Friday. Uh, smash that money line for the Dolphins. <laughs> I never bet against the Jets, but if you're a Jeff fan, you want to make some money. Not a big gambling guy, but I think it's safe to say. I think uh, the Jets are right now 10-point underdogs, and I expect that to go to maybe even 12 by game time. Jesus uh, I think that's how bad it's going to be. So, Yep. All right. On so, to next week. Uh, on to next week. <laughs> if you like the content, guys, give us a subscribe. Give the video a like. It's the best way you can help Ray and I build this channel. And we will see you after the Dolphins game. So long. Ch-ch- 